Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Dr. Tiffany Watkins, and I am so excited to have you again today for another exciting episode. We're going to be talking about spirit-led worship on today. And I have a very good guest today that I'm so happy to have today. And her name is Donna Patrick. Thank you for being on today, Donna. How are you today? Tiffany, I am excellent today and thank you. I'm so excited for you having me today. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you today. And she is all the way from Dallas, Texas. And I want to let you guys know a little bit more about her. Uh, Donna is a serious, she's really serious about walking in her unique purpose and helping others walk in theirs. She is an award-winning author of two praise and worship-themed devotionals at all times, and it's in your praise. She has been a musician and a choir director most of her life and serves as a powerful worship leader. Donna has also earned a Bachelor's of Science degree from the Bishop College in Dallas, Texas, as well as her Master's of Arts in Christian Education from Dallas Baptist University. And Donna has a whole lot more accolades, and we're going to get into that. So before we even get started, Donna, just tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, you know, a little known fact about me, Tiffany, is that I just love classic westerns. Okay. I love them. <laughs> you, you name it, you name it. I love it. Bonanza, Gun Smoke, Have Gun, Will Travel, all of those. That's a little known fact about me. But I'll tell you, Tiffany, I hail from Decatur, Illinois. That's where I was born and raised. So I'm a snow baby. Mm-hmm. I'm a snow baby. And so I get I get real upset every Christmas in Texas when I don't get any snow. <laughs> well, you probably get upset. upset uh, I get real upset because yeah. I'm a snow baby from birth, um, and I still am. But I, I love Texas. It's good, but at Christmas time, I need some snow. Yeah. Um. So, born and raised in Decatur, Illinois. Um, a family of family of five, basically, all of four of whom have gone to be with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I am the sole survivor in my immediate family. Um, okay. So I stand on so many shoulders, not only my family, but other people who poured into me. Um, so I didn't get here by myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't get here by myself. So many people poured into me along the way. So I stand on a whole lot of shoulders, Tiffany. Yes, yes. And it's very important to have those that are supporting you and to be able to have those that love and support around you, because that's key in order to, you know, survive even in the world today is those that will help to push you and support you to be honest with you as well as, you know, you you need that honesty as well. So that's very, very important. You know, absolutely. I have friends in my life 
and you know, my friend circle is small. I know a lot of people, mm-hmm. but my friend's circle is really small. Right. But I have, <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I have, I have people in my life who tell me when I'm right, but That's they right. also tell me when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And you need that. You need yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Abs- we all need that. Absolutely. They love you enough to tell you when you're wrong. That's right. And you yeah. have to have that. Absolutely. It, you know, absolutely. I call it constructive criticism. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we, we all need that. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, if all the people in your life are patting you on the back all the time, mm-hmm. well, you should probably consider who's in my circle. That's right. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So, so, I, so I'm grateful, Tiffany. I'm grateful to have people in my life who love me enough to tell me when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Me so, too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. You know, yeah. I saw you like Monk reruns. You know, I love Monk, you know, as well. <laughs> that funny? It's I so funny. love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And you know, well, I was I mean, thinking about COVID. I don't even know if you got to see it, but he did a YouTube during the time of COVID. And it was like, I tried to tell you guys, you know. <laughs> I know, I didn't see that. No. <laughs> you have to go back and try to find it. But I'm a <laughs> fan too. I love it. I love I gotta, it. I got to go find that. I got to yeah. go find that. Real, Tiffany, real quick, real quick. Speaking of Muck, did you see the episode where he was undercover? He was looking for a murder suspect in a really expensive mansion where they had 20 servants. I mean, this was a huge place. And so he's looking for this suspect. And you know, Monk, he's a clean freak. He's uh-huh. a clean freak. Uh-huh. And so he was undercover supervising the the, the cleanup staff. So yes. You can, remember that episode? <laughs> yes, I remember that. Nobody went to bed. Nobody went to bed. Exactly. Every, every speck of anything. He said that needs to be cleaned up. That it was Timmy was so funny. It, it was so was. Funny. That was that was it so was so funny. funny. It was. It was. Well, I'm glad we got something in common there, especially <laughs> with that monk. <laughs> when I need but, to laugh really hard, I find an episode of Monk. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, <laughs> listeners, if you have never watched it, you might want to try to check it out. It's very funny. <laughs> we're gonna yeah. shift gears a little bit here, and we're gonna today we're talking about spirit led worship. And this is so very important uh, when we talk about worship in general. So Donna, just tell us a little bit about what what, um, spirit-led worship is and how important spirit-led worship is in our local churches. You know what, Tiffany, that is such an excellent question because it's a question that not all of us ask. It's a question that not even a lot of pastors ask. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm so passionate about it. That's why I teach it. That's why I do coaching and training on this because nobody, not enough of us are talking about it. But the question is, um, what is spirit-led worship? Well, Jan- in January, in John chapter four, verses 23 and 24, Jesus tells us that God wants those to worship him who will do so in spirit, and in truth. Mm-hmm. And that means spirit led, spirit controlled, meaning it's not about you. It's not about the song. It's <laughs> not about what you like. It's mm-hmm. not about what makes you comfortable because mm-hmm. real spirit led worship ought to make us uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It, it's going to push us out of our comfort zone a little bit. So, mm-hmm. what is it? It's Holy Spirit led, Holy Spirit driven. 
um, the, the, the service is not driven by what we want in our traditions. The service, corporate and our personal worship is led by what the Holy Spirit wants. And, and why is that important to the 21st century church? Because in our churches, Jesus ought always remain the main attraction. Mm-hmm. So Jesus good. ought to remain the main attraction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you say that again one more time, Donna? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus in, in the 21st century yes, church. Yes. Jesus ought always and remain the main attraction. That's right. Not our who we are, not how many uh, runs we can do, not how we yes. have the perfect note, you know, not how, you know, we can just do this, that, and the other, but it's uh-huh. to the point, can you usher in the presence of God through your worship? And only spirit-led worship will do that. That's yeah. right. That's right. That is so true. Yeah. Now, yeah. what are some ways that we can worship Um, and use our worship. And I think this is very important because we deal with warfare, especially the times that we are in, the seasons we are in, we are so much warfare. Around there's warfare everywhere, everywhere you Every day, every day. As being an anointed worship leader, what are some ways that we can worship as a weapon against the enemy? You know, another excellent question. Um, one way is through singing. Mm-hmm. You may not be, see, we can worship when we're not at church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe God has put a song on your heart, or maybe you went on YouTube and you found a choir that you like, and there's a song that really speaks to you, and that song just resonates with you. That's part of your worship. That's part of your worship. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's one way that we can man, not manage is not the right word because we're not managing spiritual warfare that's not the right word Mm -hmm, but for mm -hmm. lack of a better term we're not managing it we are moving through this thing because Mm -hmm. we got to keep moving we got to keep living we got to keep going to work we got to keep ministering we got to keep taking care of our families but spiritual warfare is real Mm -hmm. and if you have a song ringing on the inside of your heart it's going to help you walk this thing out Mm-hmm. If you have a favorite scripture that you like, meditate on that scripture. Worship is part of that, that meditation on your favorite scripture, whatever it is. If you have to quote that scripture 20 times a day to yourself, that's a good thing mm-hmm. because you're, 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 you're cementing that thing. You're cementing God's word in your spirit. And so when you do run into spiritual warfare, and we all do, that passage is going to resonate with you. And every time you come into a distraction that the enemy is trying to throw at you, that passage is going to come up. That song is going to come up. Um, you're going you're gonna to go ahead and lift your hands. You're going to mm-hmm. lift your hands mm-hmm. because you know that lifting hands is a sign of surrender. All of those, all of those can be weapons as, as you know, in spiritual warfare. And I'll tell you something else, Tiffany. I know a lot of our churches are just now opening back up. I mm-hmm. get that. Mm-hmm. But fellowship fellowship with the saints mm-hmm. can also serve as a weapon mm-hmm. in spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fellowship with the saints can also be a weapon. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, um, I was just thinking about that when you said that as far as the word is concerned, because, yeah. you know, as I was growing up in, in the church, a young girl. 
the the church that um we used to go to most the majority i'll say 80 percent of the songs that they sung it was scripture it was from the psalms absolutely and i can still remember if somebody was saying the first few sentences of that even the first few words of that I would yeah. remember it. And sometimes we'll go around and it'll still sometimes come back up. If I'm in church or something, it'll come yeah. back up because the word, you'll never forget the word. You know, they used to, oh. I remember in the church, you know, they would yeah. do scriptures after scriptures after scriptures. And so yeah. when you speak the word, it's life. Uh, yeah, girl, now you said something. <laughs> you just said it's something. Life. Not speaking your problems, not speaking yes. your situations, but speaking yes. the word that brings life and you can tell when the word Listen. is spoken, when the, yes. the blood of jesus is sung girl come on the, the old hymns that a lot of people don't sing anymore you know come on those types of on. songs it brings the oil of god in there to worship and and when you begin to bring that in there then that's where the warfare comes because the word does the fighting for you <laughs> girl you girl you preaching you preaching <laughs> you preaching on yes. this Saturday afternoon, you preaching, yes. you yes. preaching, you know, Tiffany, I grew up in a hymn church. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a hymn. I'm, yes. I'm from the Baptist tradition mm -hmm. and I grew up in a hymn church. So mm -hmm. when I, when I first started playing as a kid, I know most of the hymns in the hymn book today because mm -hmm. I grew up having to play them all the time. Mm -hmm. But girl, mm -hmm. the hymns that used to bore me to tears as yep. a child, <laughs> girl, today, Today I understand. Yes, God's grace really is amazing. Yes, I yes. understand. Break thou the bread of life. Mm -hmm. I under I understand. I am thine, O oh Lord. I've heard your voice. Mm -hmm. Draw me near. Mm -hmm. I get it. I get it now. I grew up playing all that stuff, and it meant absolutely nothing to me. Mm -hmm. But today, girl, hymns yeah. are powerful. It is, I, you know, my, yeah. one of my favorite hymns is um, In the Garden, you know. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Oh, see, everybody. Relationship. Oh, my God. You, you said it. Relationship. Mm -hmm. And Tiffany, everybody can't say that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody can't say it. And see, you know, speaking of relationship, Tiffany, that's exactly what spirit-led worship is about. It's a relationship. Just about anybody can praise God. Mm -hmm. Anybody can beat a tambourine and sing That's and run. Right. Anybody can do that. But everybody can't worship because worship is a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's and a you relationship. Can hear it. You can hear it. When your prayer time, yeah. you know, in your prayer yes. time, you could tell a person who prays, you could tell a person who spends time in worship before they yeah. get up and do worship. Or absolutely, they just practice but never have any relationship because the oil isn't there. The the Come on. flow isn't there. <laughs> My sister, you breakthrough isn't there. You know, you need to stop <laughs> preaching today. <laughs> you are you're preaching. Yeah, you are preaching today. Yes. And do you know how many worship leaders we have? And I'm not bashing Tiffany. Right. I'm not bashing today. I'm not right. But you know how many worship leaders we have who are just occupying a position. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They show up on Countless. Sunday because they're expected to. Right, right. Out of obligation. 
you know, absolutely out of obligation, yeah. not realizing we mm -hmm. came, we, we come to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We come absolutely. to worship him to tell him, thank you for just who we are. You are worship. Worship is who you are, Donna. So I know, you know, and uh, yeah. you don't even have to be able to sing a note to be able to worship. You know, absolutely. You, when you have a relationship absolutely. with God, you can just get in and worship because I'm telling you, that's where healing comes from. That's where deliverance comes from. That's where uh, depression and anxiety leaves. Come you know, on. You're just on your lowest and you're just doing nothing but crying and worshiping Come the Lord. On. That's where freedom comes from. Yes, ma'am. So I, I tell the people at our church, I say, you know, um, even the dancers, that's a form of worship. And yes, you can't it is. just get up and dance any kind of song. Because if you get up, no. I tell them all the time, if you get up and dance, and you don't see any breakthrough, you don't see any change, you don't see anybody delivered, then you've only did it what my pastor used to say a long time ago, God bless her soul, she used to say, that's a beautiful rendition. When we don't need beautiful renditions anymore in the kingdom, Come on. we need the spirit of God through our worship. Not a, yes, gifting, Lord. not a gifting, but we need the anointing and the presence of God. Come on, come on. If we're going to see you know, speaking of, speaking of dance ministry, Tiffany, I'll say this just in passing, you know, dance ministry done right mm -hmm. will enhance the service. Yes, it will. Yes. Not it will. just because you rehearse. Cause I know you've seen, you've seen dance ministry, like your pastor would say, your, your pastor would say, you know, we've seen dance ministries who practiced mm -hmm. and they executed very well. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. But was the spirit of God present? Right, right. Was, break, was the oil present? Mm -hmm. And and mm -hmm. and I know I know a church where I used to serve. We had a, a very viable dance ministry, and the the woman over that ministry is just powerful. She mm -hmm. still is, mm -hmm. and she insisted that mm -hmm. it's not about rehearsing and practicing. Mm -hmm. We can mm -hmm. practice all day, mm -hmm. but she she was a master mm -hmm. at at training them in the ministry of worship as you dance that's right she she was a master at it she mm -hmm. was a master at it that's it yeah and, uh, you yeah. know you, it's important because you know when you when you're worshiping even at the door that we know the ushers they you know they need to have a spirit yeah. of worship when they're when, when sure. people are coming in any leadership needs to have a spirit of worship you know before yes, they come in because you don't know who's walking through the door but Absolutely. especially when the praise team gets up or anybody that's leading any type of worship in the service your yeah. spirit has to be open for the holy spirit to move that's what we're talking about today like you said it does at worship yeah. because that's the only yeah. way they are going to experience breakthrough that we need today with everything that's going on in the world today. Oh, girl. And it's mm -hmm. so much. It's mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. It's so much. I mean, it, it's too much. You know, it, it's too much. I, yes. I pick and choose when I watch the news. Because right. It's just too much. Mm -hmm. It's just too much mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. However, on the other hand, when I do watch the news, honey, it just adds to my prayer list. Yes. Yeah. It just adds to my prayer list because there's just so much. There's so much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, with that being said, and I know I already know the answer to this, but just for the audience, do you believe yeah. that worship is one of the most important things we can do as human beings and why? Oh, girl, that's a resounding yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Not only because worship starts with the father. Not only because he created us to worship. Uh, not only because his word demands it. Not only because this is what God expects of us. God gave us this freedom. 
God expects worship. Now, now he's getting worship in heaven. He's getting that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But Jesus said he wants worshipers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. God wants worshipers. And, and is it important as humans? Yes, it is for so many reasons. And, and one is that he's mandated it. Number two, none of us gets away. Number three, um, worship changes our perspective, Tiffany. Mm -hmm. Because as I mentioned, worship starts with the father. That's it right. does not start with the praise team. It does not start with the musicians. It doesn't start with who your bishop is, how mm -hmm. big your church is, what mm -hmm. convention you're part of. That has nothing to do with it. Worship starts with the father and it always has. Yes. It always has. Yes. Um, so is it important as humans? Yes, because it keeps our perspective where it ought to be, which is on him, especially and Tiffany, I think worship is even more important. And you've already alluded to this. Worship is even more important now. Mm -hmm. We've been in the midst of a pandemic for two and a half, almost three years. Mm hmm. Our churches have been closed. The economy has been affected. Uh, we've had to shift. We've all had to make shifts of one type or another. So we're, we're coming out of that now, hopefully. But mm -hmm. we, you know, worship changes, keeps our perspective where it ought to be. And that is on the Father. Yes, 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 yes. And so, you know, why is it so important for the listeners to understand and for us to understand that when we worship, it's important to take our worship into our prayer closets? Woo, another <laughs> powerful question. You have asked some power. You sent me some powerful <laughs> questions, Tiffany. And that's another good one. Because Tiffany, when you think about it, you know, I wrote an article some time ago called The Relationship, The Similarities Between Prayer and Worship. Both of them, both prayer and worship take sacrifice. That's good. Uh, both mm -hmm. prayer and worship are two-way communication. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When we pray, yes, we can talk, but also prayer is waiting for God to answer, waiting for God to speak. And it's the same way in the worship experience. Prayer and worship are so, they have so many similarities. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Because in our prayer closet, you know, a lot of times, Tiffany, we just we just get down on our knees and we pray, God, give me this, give me that. God, I need. God, you want. God, I want. God, I need. It's so much more to it than that. Sometimes God just wants us to say holy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, the Lord's prayer, think about the Lord's prayer. The Lord's prayer begins and ends with worship. Mm -hmm. It says, our father, hallowed be, blessed be mm -hmm. uh, your name. <laughs> lift up, hallowed be your name. When we mm -hmm. hallow something, we lift it up. We magnify it. We make it bigger. We recognize. Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. says, hallowed be your name. And then it ends, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, in our prayer, it, it isn't always about asking for something or telling God what we need. Sometimes God just wants to hear, Lord, I love you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Lord, you are amazing. Lord, you are majestic. Lord, you are magnificent. Lord, you are in control of my life. 
I'm not asking you for anything right now, God. I just want to lift you up. Mm-hmm. See, that's, yes. that's prayer too. That's yes. prayer too. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. You know, yeah. um, and I was thinking about David. David was, <laughs> his prayers were worship. Yes, uh, they were. Every single one of his, when he was out yes. there with the sheep and, you know, all of his prayers to God was turned into worship. Yes, they were. So, yes, it's, they were. you know, prayer and communication, like you said, they go hand in hand. You know, they prayer, do. prayer and worship, they go hand in hand. They really do. You know, when they you really go to do. worship the Lord and when we go to lead praise and worship, yeah. you know, um, if you haven't had that communication with the Lord, then there's something missing. Yes, it is. <laughs> it goes it, it goes back to those is. worship leaders who are just occupying a position. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And again, I'm not bashing, but mm-hmm. you can tell, Tiffany, you and you know this, mm-hmm. you can tell, you can tell when a worship leader has already been with God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. before they get to church. It didn't right. start when they got to church. It started Wednesday. Right. Or it might have started on Monday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they have that relationship going on where you know they didn't wait till sunday morning and it's key too donna it's, it's not about and i have to say this you know you can have all the talent in the world but if you have no holy spirit with that talent it's no Girl, you can you have know what all my- the gifting in the world Girl, you can play listen. sing the right notes. I've been in services where people have sung the right notes and it's perfect yeah. and nobody still gets delivered, you know. So then no, we need no. to re reevaluate our worship. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know, and what did the Lord say in the book of Isaiah? He said, Their hearts are far from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their heart that they learn, they're doing it out of ritual. They're yes. doing it out of traditions, yes. out of their traditions, mm-hmm. but their hearts are far from me. Mm-mm-mm. And and see again, as worship leaders, we gotta we gotta have it before we get there. The worship it's a relationship, it not is. just for worship leaders and musicians, but for believers in general, mm-hmm. as humans, as believers in Jesus Christ. Worship is a relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a relationship and it starts before you get to church that's right it, that's it right. really does yeah it does. yes so what are some of the benefits of making worship a personal thing you know um speaking of personal i i know that in the church today too often it's a business it is too often, it is. Too, too often church is a business mm-hmm. and i think that's unfortunate because mm-hmm. because worship is not business to god it's very personal mm-hmm. to him and we've got to keep that in mind that that worship is very personal to god and and so as far as benefits are concerned number one recognize how personal worship is between you and God. Mm-hmm. Another benefit, you know, I have a book here by uh, Bob Sorge. Bob Sorge is, was one of my favorite worship leaders and worship trainers and developers. But he has a book called uh, the, the Power, I think it's The Power of Exploring Worship. The mm-hmm. name of the book is Exploring Worship. And in that book, he talks about three different aspects of worship. The vertical aspect, the horizontal aspect, and the the inward aspect. Virtual meaning, of course, up and down between us and God. 
mm-hmm. between heaven and us. The horizontal aspect is how we treat each other, how mm-hmm. we react to each other in the worship experience. And then in the inward aspect talks about how did it affect me? Mm-hmm. How did the worship experience affect me and my mm-hmm. walk with the Lord? But one benefit is that it changes our perspective. It keeps our, our thoughts and our minds where it ought to be. Because when worship is a lifestyle for us, one of those benefits is you can't focus on what you see all the time mm-hmm. because worship won't let you do that. When worship is a lifestyle for you, your heart, your eyes are always going to be looking up. Yes. Not yes. looking around, not looking around. Because you look around, you get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get in trouble. I, I know because I've done it. Right. You start looking around, you get in trouble. But when you keep looking up, when your relationship, when your worship is a lifestyle on a daily basis for you, you got to keep looking up and all hell can be breaking loose in your life. But when you keep looking up, worship, want the, I think the main benefit of worship is that it changes your perspective mm-hmm. so that you have an upward perspective Yes, rather yes. than always focus on what I'm going through my trouble, my problem, I got to look up and I want to encourage somebody. Look, keep looking up. Keep looking up. It's mm-hmm. going to change your perspective. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Now, you know, on that same lines, while we're talking about that, can a person worship against stress and depression? And if so, how? I believe they can. Mm-hmm. I do. I believe they can, Tiffany. And again, you know, when you when you choose worship as a lifestyle, It's not that the problems, you're not in denial. You're not lying to yourself or others. You're not in denial. The stress is very real. But when worship is a lifestyle for you and you're constantly looking up toward heaven, that stress will not overtake you. Yes, it's there, but it won't overtake you. Mm -hmm. Because your perspective is upward. And Mm -hmm. so that stress that depression, it can't stay. And again, I want to encourage somebody. It's not that the problem is not there. It's there. The problem is very real. The stress in your life, that depression is real. But when you shift your focus, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what worship does. Yes. It shifts your yes. focus. Yes. Tiffany. And so yes. that you're not focused on the problem right. all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because when I mentioned earlier about letting the word, maybe it's your favorite scripture, maybe it's a favorite song, but you're, it'll help you stay focused on him. And so the stress and the depression won't overtake you because mm-hmm. you've shifted you've shifted into a spiritual realm you've shifted into a heavenly realm mm-hmm. and you've chosen mm-hmm. you've mm-hmm. chosen to make that shift and and to keep worship and to keep god at the front mm-hmm. not the stress that's good and stress and depression is an indication of where has your focus gone um, <laughs> i agree i agree by what I you agree. said you know and that's I so agree. true you know, um, and I, you yes, know, there's a lot of times when you have so much, you have so many responsibilities. And I know I have oh, a lot of responsibilities you do and we all absolutely. do. And so we, many, they, and if we're not yeah. careful, you know, we will get stressed out and we will get in a state where the enemy will try yeah. to send the spirit of depression. But absolutely. The key is, is when you get overwhelmed, 
uh, you're going to have to do one or two things. You're going to break <laughs> and you're going to have to get mental health counseling uh, yeah. or you're going to decide and say, you know what, God, I'm getting ready to go in my prayer closet and I'm getting Come ready on. to cry out to you and worship. Come, Come on. I'm going to let all of this stuff go on to you because I can't take care of it anyway. I can't do anything else about it. You know, Lord, I've been hurt. Even for those that may have been listening, you know, some people have betrayed you and you you didn't yes. expect the very close ones yes. with you to do what they did. I've had that happen before. But the yeah. only thing that I could do when I was hurt was go to the Lord and worship and just cry out to him in prayer and to wait for him to heal and pour back into me because yes, nobody Lord. can pour back into us like the father can but when we absolutely that atmosphere of worship which is very key like you said donna then, yeah. then then our focus shifts onto the yeah. god that can do anything the god that cares for us when we when Ooh, he cast our cares upon him for he cares for us that's the God that when you go to worship him, then he, he begins to say, I'm here. You know, I, I, I understand that I'm this happened to you, but I'm here with you along that journey until you grieve and get whatever it is. Some of you may have lost a loved one. Some of you may have had someone to die uh, in your family or a close loved one. And um, we're here today to pray for you, me and Donna. But I want to encourage yeah. you today that the Lord is there with you. He is yes, there. He, is. he will never leave you nor forsake you. And yes. you know, crying is a form of, I believe, is a form of worship to the Lord because you're crying out to Lord with your heart. Absolutely. Oh, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Crying mm -hmm. is a form of worship. Mm -hmm. It is mm -hmm. because Tiffany, sometimes you don't know what else to do, but cry. All right now, Donna. Yes. Yes. You know how babies, when babies, oh, I don't know, babies, six or eight months. I don't know. Babies, when they hurt themselves, when they've fallen or they bump their knee, whatever the case. They cry. The only way they know to articulate their pain is to cry. They can't tell us. That's right. They can't That's tell right. us what's the matter. <laughs> All they know to do is cry. Mm -hmm. And we know something is wrong. And so we pick them up or hold them close, whatever the case might be. Good. Sometimes mm -hmm. all we can do as believers is cry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But aren't you glad that the Holy Ghost, it says in Romans chapter eight, around verse 25, 26, maybe, it says that we don't know what to pray for as we yes, are. Yes, yes, yes. But the Holy Ghost mm -hmm. makes intercession mm -hmm. when we don't know what to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Holy That's Ghost good. is making intercession. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and sometimes, Tiffany, all we can do is cry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's okay and mm -hmm. that doesn't make you weak that doesn't make you confused that doesn't make you having little faith that's it's none of that mm -hmm. when we hurt we cry that's right whether it's physical pain emotional financial pain spiritual pain when we hurt we cry Mm -hmm. We're human. Mm -hmm. We're human mm -hmm. beings. Mm -hmm. We're hurt. We cry. And God hears that. God, God can read your tears. Yes. A friend of mine calls them, a friend of mine calls them liquid prayers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Liquid, liquid prayers. Yes. Yes. Because yeah. he's touched with the, you know, he's touched with the feeling of our infirmities. There's nothing yes. that he can go through that he that doesn't touch him. 
you know yes. so when we he cry out to him that our spirit is worshiping him and crying out to him yes you know, even when yes. um, uh cain and abel when he killed his brother it said his blood was crying out right out from the ground yes you know, so that there's yes. with crying that that gets to the lord when you cry and worship oh yes lord and yes. there's nothing in the world wrong with that mm -hmm. and so when all you can do is cry that doesn't mean you don't have any faith that doesn't mean that you love god less that doesn't mean anything and don't let anybody tell you that sometimes mm -hmm. all you can do to articulate your pain is cry mm-hmm mm-hmm that's so true. That's so true. And you know, there may be listeners today that you've been going through situations in your life. You've been under warfare. You've been on the many different attacks. Um, the crime that we've talked about, you may have even experienced, or maybe you're listening and saying, you know, I'm guilty. I have been one of the ones that go to worship and just, you know, uh, do everything all week and, you know, just do my own thing and really didn't have, let the Lord have his way. And you lost your first wow. love. You know, wow. but God is here to call you back to him because it's never too late for you to allow him to come in and say, Lord, be the leader of the worship. If you're a leader of a praise and worship team, Lord, yes. come back into my life and you lead the worship that I have to lead. If you're on a dance team, Lord, you get the glory out of this. If you're just at home and you're, you're not even a worship leader, but you just love God, you can yeah. begin to worship and you can bring heaven into your home and the Ooh, atmosphere will change and things begin to happen because you have surrendered completely and totally to God. It's something about yes. everything to God and worship and saying, I lay it at your feet that he hears us and heaven and earth begins to move and the angels begin to be released on your behalf Come to on. do what it takes in order on. for God to be have the victory in your life. And so if that is yes. you today, I'm going to ask Donna if she would pray for those that are listening right now that you may be going through those spiritual attacks and you may be going through that yeah. warfare or maybe you just desire a deeper relationship with God. Donna, if you would pray for them right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And before we pray, you know, when COVID hit and, and our churches were mandated, the buildings were mandated to be closed, you know, as foreign as that was, as strange as that was to all of us, you know, I have church at home all the time anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. You know, it wasn't a big deal to me. I mean, it right. was a big deal. You know what right. I mean? Right. It right. Right. It was a big deal, but, but, you know, it, it was, I was doing that anyway. So you have you know. to cultivate your relationship at home is what Donna is saying. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, so it wasn't that big a deal to me because I, I had, I don't have to be at church to worship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't have to be at church to worship. I can worship at home. I can worship in, in my, my car. car. Yes. At Walmart, mm -hmm. uh, at work, Lord have mercy at mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. Yes. So but please don't take that to say to your listeners, don't take that to say that, that, that you don't that, need because you don't need to forsake the assembly of yourselves it, with the brethren. Exactly. The church. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that's not what I was saying at all. Um, but yes, yes. Let's um I want to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's pray. Let's pray. And Absolutely. you know, and and I'm praying, we're praying for the people who are going through something, but, mm -hmm. but I want you to know, um, sir, madam, my brother, my sister, I want you to know how much, first of all, God loves you. 
Yes. God loves you. He loves you much too much to leave you by yourself. Yes. God yes. loves you. I want you to know that before we pray. Yes. No matter what you're going through, God loves you. Yes. God is in love, hopelessly in love with you. And, and so he knows where you are. The word of God says that the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open unto our cries. Mm -hmm. So God sees you and he hears you. Let's pray. Yes. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we just give your name the glory right now. Father, we just lift you up because your word says that you're worthy of us lifting you up. Your word says that you are majestic. You're, you're able. You are, you are able. You are ever present. You are help. You are grace. You are mercy. You yes. are our hiding place. Yes. Father, you are our strong tower. Yes. Father, your word says those who live for the Lord will suffer persecution. Yes. But God, everything we go through, you already know about it. You are the sovereign God. You are the sovereign God. And so you don't miss anything. Your word says the eyes of the Lord are in every place. So God, wherever we are, you are. Yes. So we can never be out of your hand. We can never be away from your presence because you see, you know, you are the omnipresent God and we lift you up. And God, I'm praying this afternoon for the people, the men, the women who are listening today who may be going through something awful and they don't understand it. They don't know why they've got to go through what they're going through. But God, I am praying on their behalf right now. I lay them, God, they may not be able right now to get to you for themselves. And so God, we're bringing them to you right now. We're standing in the gap for them, Father, because they need you. Somebody's hurting, somebody's confused, somebody doesn't understand why they are where they are. They don't understand what's going on. But God, help them to know that you love them. You love them. And Father, in the name of Jesus, you are working that thing. Yes, God, you're Lord. working yes, that thing. Lord. Father, your word says all things work together yes, Lord. for the good of them who love the Lord and those who are the called according to your purpose. God, everything doesn't feel good. And somebody listening to us right now is not feeling very good right now. Yes. Be it physical, be it emotional, be it financial. God, whatever the pain, whatever the source of the pain, God, we land at your feet right yes, now. Lord. And God, I pray that they look up and recognize that you love them. You love them more than they could ever love themselves. And Father, you love them and you want to bring them out. God, bring them to a place of surrender. God, help them to get their hands up and say, God, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this by myself. God, I need you. And I pray that the people listening right now who are hurting so badly, God, I just pray that they look up, begin to worship, just begin to lift you up, begin to hold you up. God, yes, help Lord. them to understand, even though they, you, they can't find you, you know exactly where they are. Father, help them to know that even though, God, if they can't find you, all they have to do is start to worship. Yes, Lord. God, help them to just get their hands up and begin to worship. Begin to worship and just yes, turn their Lord. thoughts upward, Heavenly Father. Yes, You'll Lord. find them. 
Yes. Tell Lord. them to know when they worship, you'll find them. Yes, Lord. And Father, you'll bring that peace. You'll bring that peace. You'll bring that release. God, you'll lift the load. Help them to understand when they just look upward, you'll lift the load. Yes. You'll lighten things up, God. Yes, Father. And God, I just pray you replace the joy, replace the pain with joy. God, I pray they allow you to replace the confusion with clarity in the name of Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Father, we say thank you for what you're doing right now. We thank you even, God, for what you're going to do. We thank you for what you're going to do, God. We can thank you now, knowing that you are God and you know all things and there's nothing you can't do. God, we're just going to believe you for it yes, going Lord. forward. We're just going to believe you for it, God. Yes, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. We love you. And in Jesus' name, we say it is so. It is done. Yes, yes. Amen. Yes. Amen, 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 amen. And listeners, I believe that the Lord is already working now on your behalf. Those things that have been hindered in your life, those things that have been stagnant because of the prayer today and because of our agreement with you today, the Bible says when two or three are gathered together in his name, he promised to be in the midst and grant our petitions. And so yes, because Lord. we have prayed today, I'm believing and knowing that God is moving on your behalf and yes, you're going to have joyous days again. You've already getting ready to experience that even as yes. you leave from yes. listening from this podcast. And I decree yes. that things are turning around for you. Woo. No yes, weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every time it's you in judgment, Christ has already condemned it. And yes. God has his blood upon your life. And so My God. today we just give God praise. We give him glory. We give Jesus. him honor just for who he is oh, in God. our life and just for who he is and what he has already done and for creating us. And we just tell him thank you because he is so good. Wow, 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 wow. Miss Donna, it has been a privilege to have you here today. I can just feel the presence of the Lord even as we are talking. But if you would let the listeners know today how they could get in touch with you if they wanted to find out a little bit more information about you. Absolutely. You are welcome to email me at Donna Renee Patrick at gmail.com. Go to my website, uh, www.donnarenepatrick.com. My books are there and more information about my ministry is there. You're welcome to go there. I am on social media. I'm on Facebook and LinkedIn at Donna Renee Patrick MA. Reach out. I'd love to talk to you. Amen, amen, amen. And thank you again, Donna, for being a part of the show. It was such a blessing to have you today. God is so good. And listeners, remember your worship. Let your worship be for real. You know, there's too much, too many fake people out there already. So let your yeah. worship be for real. Let your worship uh, be the communication between you and the Father uh, yeah. that brings him in the midst of your situations. And know that- Tiffany, I have an offer for your listeners today. Okay. I have an offer for them. Okay. I wrote an article a while back called Prayer and Worship, mm -hmm. The Relationship. Mm -hmm. And I would love to send that to your listeners if they'd like to have it. All right. Now I'd you email her. You, she sent out your email. And then even in the show notes, once this uh, episode is released, we'll have her email there. We'll have her information there. And so mm -hmm. you can just request it. And what is the name of it again? The name of the article is Prayer and Worship. Prayer the relationship. and worship. Okay. The so, relationship. The relationship. 
So yeah. if you email her and you send that information out to her, then she will get that to you for free. And I believe yes. and know that it will be a blessing unto you. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely. So listeners, until next time, you have a wonderfully blessed week and we'll call you back again on another episode. And we look forward to having you. God bless. God bless you, Tiffany. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.